I don't got no intro because I don't know if I'm keeping this the Scam Safely Podcast or renaming it yet. So that's why when you click play, I'm just going to start talking. Or I just start talking. I actually have made, I actually had recorded yesterday. But I feel like it was too short. It was only like 30-something minutes. Damn, do I care about podcasting? Yeah, it was only like 30 minutes, 35 minutes. I really ain't say much, but now I got a lot to talk about. Well, I ain't going to say I got a lot to talk about, but more shit happened since then that I can add to the podcast, to the episode. But yeah, we went to the soccer game. We didn't get the chance to go to the fucking practice. We sent the information for the RSVP invite, whatever. And they never emailed us back. So we didn't get to go to the practice. But we did get to go to the game. That bitch was fun as fuck. I'm not gonna cut. My son was happy as fuck. Damn. My son was happy as fuck. They played at Comerica Park. So when we pulling up, he's just like, oh, we going to a baseball game? I don't know. Then we go into, we, you know, we start walking towards Comerica Park. He's like, oh, yeah, this is, this is a baseball game. I seen, a, you know, they got the little baseball memorabilia and shit. I seen the baseballs and the, and the Tigers and shit like that. I'm like, well, we'll see. So then when we finally get in there, when we finally get in the uh, park, you know, it's set up differently. So as soon as you get in, it's not like everybody moved to one side of the field, like that little corner of the field. And they was soccer, so they was using the whole fucking field. And where the dirt was at, they just put grass in. Like, you know, they had that red clay, that sand or whatever. They just put grass in it. So as soon as we walked in, you could see the whole field. You could see people running all around the field. He's like, oh, it's a soccer game. Nigga was happy as hell. Had a lot of fun. He really was just watching the game. You know how kids be busy and shit at, like, games and shit? And he was sitting there watching. He was he was getting mad because I was putting a little bit too much. I ain't going to say. Yeah, I guess it's called pressure, but, like, every time they do something, I'll be like, you see how he did that and this? And he just wanted to enjoy the game. So I will say I was probably overdoing it while we was at the game, but I just want him to be successful, you know? I just want him to to watch and understand what he watching type shit. That's why I really wanted to go to the practice. So that we could be up close, see how they practice and type shit. The game was still good, though. It ended 1-1. Um, Crystal Palace ended up scoring, like, probably, like, five minutes before we left, ten minutes before we left. Um, it was getting cold, and he didn't want to stay out there. He was, You could tell he was sleepy anyway. On the way there, he was sleepy. Then the game kind of woke him up, but he was still a little sleepy. 
So I think that's what it ultimately was. I don't think it was it was just him <coughs> being sleepy. Ultimately. And then the cold air the cold air probably was making him sleepier. That shit was fun as fuck. I hope um I hope we get another game like that. Well obviously honestly they only doing this during preseason. Season start, I think in August or September, so they're not about to do too many more. But if we can catch another one, I will. We will. Um, the next game I wanted to go to was fucking uh, to see Messi enter Miami play. What did I look at? Enter Miami play Cincinnati. That'd be the close because Detroit or Michigan or whatever. We don't have no fucking MLS team, so that would be the closest way. I mean, that would be the closest team that we could drive to to see them niggas play i mean see messi play but then the fucking tickets is starting at 300 rest of the games 50 60 80 that's what they starting at the rest of the game you go to the game before the game they play messi i think the starting ticket like the lowest ticket i saw was like 50 scroll over and go to the next game cincinnati versus inter miami 300, 300, 350, 360, 370. I'm like, damn. That nigga really got the messy effect. Then my man's like, but you paid all that cheese. Go to the nigga, the Drake concert was in the backyard, nigga. <laughs> Drake concert was in the backyard. That bitch was a couple miles away. Nigga, I paid for the Drake tickets and parking. That's it. I ain't had to drive no fucking hours and shit like that. I'm gonna have to catch that nigga when he comes. I'm gonna have to catch that nigga on the friendly during the summer or something. Cause, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I ain't been a soccer fan that long. Do I want to see Messi that bad? Cause you gotta you gotta buy the tickets, you gotta drive. That's gas. When you get there, you can't you're not about to sit there and not drink nothing, not eat nothing. You, your kids gonna want to they gonna see something they want a hat, a shirt, a jersey. Then you gotta gas that bitch and come back. Mm-hmm. Unless you could take like the mega bus or something, but if you do something like that, then you gotta get. You might have to get a room. It's on a random Wednesday. It's just all type of shit. I'm, I'm gonna see though, because now that I'm laying out everything that I might have to, I'm, I'm gonna see if I can make it work. We gonna see. I, I would like to see that shit happen. I like to see Messi, but the only thing about the Messi tour is like. I call that bitch the messy tour. The only thing about the messy tour is they just damn near putting them in just so fans don't feel they got gypped or paid for nothing type shit. Damn, that nigga not even playing. I, I get it. Nigga ain't got to play a full 90, but bro not even playing a full half. Bro coming in like the second half playing 30 minutes, and then they taking them out the last 15. And then when you're watching the games, you can see like everybody start leaving. 
Everybody start leaving as soon as he gets subbed out. They literally waiting on him to get subbed in. And then once he gets subbed out, it's all right. Everybody gone. Everybody start walking towards, <laughs> towards the exit. Like they be showing, like they damn near stop showing the crowd at the end of the game just because you can see the niggas leaving. And then they stop showing the crowd just for the sports reporters to report on that shit. Again, last night, Messi fans leave as soon as Messi gets subbed out. They might as well just show that shit. We already seen it anyways. That should be funny as fuck. But that's just like when you watch Miami basketball games. When you was watching Miami during the playoffs, if you paid attention at the beginning or like first half, that bitch was like fans here and there, here and there, here and there. Bitch was not full. But by the end of the game, that bitch was full. I will give them that. By the end of the game, that bitch was rocking. But it's like they just don't get there till it's like they all get there at halftime. Or they just doing other shit. I don't know. I haven't been down there. I'm sure they probably got clubs in there, all type of shit. So it could just be drinking and eating and shit, but it's the opposite for them. They start player play the whole fucking 45, 46 minutes. They don't come sit down to the half. And that's another thing. When we went to that game yesterday, that bitch was packed. That's probably the most packed I've seen in Comerica Park. Like, I took videos and shit. You could see people literally. It was even putting them on the screen. Like, it was niggas packed all the way to the top of that bitch. And I don't know if you've been to Comerica Park. But you at the top, like, that shit. <laughs> you at the top of Comerica Park as far as fuck, bro. I'm not gonna lie. It's high as fuck. And that bitch was packed to capacity all the way to the top. Now, granted, every seat wasn't filled. But every seat was damn near filled. I feel like the people who, the seats that wasn't filled was the people who got the tickets and couldn't make it. Because it was just like one random seat next to us. We said two, three, or four. We had tickets two, three, four, and five. So one nigga just grabbed one ticket from one. <laughs> so he probably was like, man, I ain't about to go to that shit. He was probably like, fuck that. I ain't got nobody to go with. I'm going to have to sit next. He probably thinking I'm going to have to sit next to somebody. Shit like that. But that bitch was packed. And niggas was for sure trying to get the seats. But when we got there, it was niggas in our seats. I walked right, excuse me. I walked right up. Like, yeah, two, three, four. Two, three, four. That's us. <laughs> and five. I sell y'all five. It's like, no, I ain't say that. But I'm just like, two, three, four. That's us. Got that shit. Another thing I noticed at that bitch was, um, Another thing I noticed was that it was a lot of people, but the black people wasn't like black, like they was Africans, like Nigerians and shit. Like even the black dude that we was talking to behind us, like you could tell he was from some country. I ain't going to try and make it up, but he was from, he wasn't from America. He spoke good English and shit, but he still had like an accent. Like you could just tell, like, but all the black people was there. We got to get some more black people involved. And it's crazy because, nigga, niggas love money. Niggas love money. Niggas be like, shit, I want that cheese. I want that bread. Shit, I, I hoop for this and that. 
what niggas make in a five-year deal and hooping, they make in two years, three years. They be posting that shit. Uh, NBA's biggest max contract, he makes history. 364, they giving out two years, 364 in soccer. Them baseball deals, nine years, 310 million, 300 million. They doing that in two in soccer. That nigga Russell Westbrook just took that two years, eight mil. Nigga Messi, not, it don't matter. They don't give a fuck how many seasons Messi play, how old Messi is. Not signing that. They're just about to give Killian uh, a billion to go to a Saudi league for a year. One season. That's not even a year. A season. A season of play is not a full year. Now, if you if the team do a cup and this and that, you might come back and blah, 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 whatever. But your normal season, minus the cups and all of that extra shit that they be having, it's not a year. So he would have got paid a billion dollars for a couple of months of bas I mean a couple of months of soccer. For one year. They're not doing that in the NBA. They're not doing that in baseball. They're not doing that in golf. For you to be rich in golf, you have to constantly win. Yeah, golf is a golf is a high pay is a, is a high paid sport. But the top three that win every time are the richest. The, the whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they got money, and they get endorsements and deals and shit. But people think that everybody that plays golf is just a rich-ass nigga, and, and they're not. Where they place and all of that depends on their purse that they get to take home. If you're not placing one through three, you're not getting them big pay. Yeah, you, you get, yeah, it's more money than I'm getting. More money than you getting at your job, but it's not what we think, though. Like people didn't trained us to think that they want they want you to think it's so classy and so elegant. You making this much money, you know? Tiger Woods is a billionaire because of years of playing, because of endorsements, because of deal. You know what I'm saying? The average golf player is not retiring a billionaire. Then it's even harder to make them tours and all that extra shit. It's only a certain amount of niggas on the tour. It's only a certain amount of niggas on that bitch. So I don't, I don't see why people, black people, ain't, don't fuck with soccer. I'm gonna see how far my son can take it for show. Sure. Even the cheapest leagues playing, paying like five hundred k. 250k, you know, shit like that for a couple months of play. My son play a couple months, the rest make 250k. That's a good job to me, shit. This nigga says gotta wake up 365, 6am to make that. You gonna do it in a couple months. I just feel like, and then and then they got they even got lower leagues where where you can just play for money, like 
what I mean by that is like it's kind of like tournament style. The top three, the people, the teams who finish in the top three win a certain amount of money. And then, you know, the, the team that finished first might win a, a, some type of cup or whatever or able to play in a different type of league or, you know what I'm saying? Because some league, the, 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 the soccer t- tier system is, is it's a lot. But, you know, it, it just be too much and shit. So I ain't going to get into all of that. But it's leagues where, like I said, it's the bottom of the bottom leagues where you could still be good and play for money. You might not get a salary, but if you finish in the top three, Shit, you might win twenty five, fifty thousand. That's what a lot of the like eighteen year old, nineteen year olds, they not in college or sometimes they no, you can't do it in college. Well, no, not you probably can, no, nah, because they got the NIL deals. They letting you accept the money, but I guess it's not a deal type thing. But a lot of a lot of a lot of younger kids do stuff like that or get invited to these teams. Sixteen year olds, seventeen year olds get invited to these teams. And if they finish in the top three, they should. They go home, they split the money up. A young kid, a two, three month league, for me for them to win two thousand, three thousand, you know, after the split up it'd be three, four thousand, five thousand. The bigger leagues probably paying out a hundred for first place, shit like that. But I I actually just seen on the uh was a Republic? Like a crowd, um, like a crowdfunding site, whatever. But it's a couple teams in LA trying to get funding because they want to move up and they leave. But like, that shit is serious. That's a lot of money in that shit. Why do you think NBA players be investing in that shit? LeBron James, Chelsea, Ryan Reynolds. He didn't bought. They bought Wrexham. Rexa moved up too. I think they um Premier League two, some shit like that. Whatever is under Premier League, I think they moved up. But they get money in that. Soccer is the biggest part. They play soccer in every fucking country in the world. Soccer is in every country in the world. So then you take that, say you get a team, because every country is in the in the world is watching soccer. There's a way for you to make revenue for your team off every country in the world, because it's everywhere, and people like the leagues they like. Like me, I'm watching English Premier League. I won't. I'll say. I do like that league, but I mainly watch that league because it's available to me. Shit, you get on Peacock Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and they got all the games on there. Then the games you couldn't watch if you don't got the, uh, you know, if it's a game on ESPN or NBC or some shit, NBC Sports, you don't got that shit. You watch the replay later on when they upload it on there. So I think that's just, I think that's why I like that league the most, just because it's more available to me, even though. You can stream a lot of soccer and shit, all that. Nobody want to do that shit. Like, the streaming site, I damn near use the streaming site just for, like, a backup, damn near. That's not my first go-to. Unless it's, like, like a boxing match, some shit like that. Like, I just watch 
uh, Errol and Craw- I mean Spencer Crawford on the stream because it was free. But that's like a backup, like I said. But anyway, like I said, the, the Peacock shit just readily available. So I think I watch that more. But depending on who you is and, and what subscriptions you got and all of that, that's that's I think that that make up which lead. I mean, I think that I think you got to take that into account to which lead that you like the most or which leads you actually like because other people other people got access to other leads. So I'm watching Peacock and shit. My man's he nigga might be watching the German league. Just shit, I don't know. Nigga might not might be watching La Liga. La Liga you can watch it easy. You could just you just need ESPN. A lot of La Liga games be on ESPN. So I watch a lot of La Liga games too. But like France games, all that shit. Unless they on ESPN, PSG. Unless they on um, ESPN. Nine times out of ten, I probably won't see it. There's just so many leagues. So many so many ways of revenue. You can make revenue for your team off the smallest fucking country in the world because they like a team in your league and everybody in this country is streaming or watching or whatever, subscribing to, to your app, your whatever. You getting... A cut of the TV rights, whatever. So you making money off everybody viewing your fucking game. It's a lot of money in that shit. But don't worry, no. I'm I'm gonna be the Detroit advocate. I'm gonna bring that shit here. I post about that shit all the time. I don't give a fuck. I like that shit. That shit exciting. Then the fight came on. Oh my god. That nigga Arrow's looking like um <laughs> Martin. Martin when he fought Tommy Hines. He got the shit beat out of him, I ain't gonna lie. From like the second round on the first round. I it really wasn't you really couldn't tell, I guess. But the second round I think he hit Bud once or twice. He had like a little combo. That was it. I think that I think that shit made Bud mad. After that, you it was, you was just watching Boy get his ass beat. I was high dozing off, waking up, combos to the to the face, beating his ass, just beating his ass. I'm like, man, that's over with. Ninth round, really the eighth round. You could tell it was over with damn near towards the end. But ninth round came out, you knew it was a wrap. Started stumbling and shit. It, it was over. That was a good-ass fight, though. I'm starting to like boxing more and more. At first, I used to look at that shit like, man, I'm just straight. I don't, I don't want to just see two niggas fighting, like, straight. But that's 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 when I was younger, but like now that I get older and like I'm getting more into sports and sports betting and shit like that. You kind of, I don't know, I'm just kind of taking a liking to it, shit. I like influencer boxing too, though. People be talking shit about influencer boxing. I, I, I like influencer boxing if, if I feel like they taking it fucking serious. 
like Jake Paul, KSI, niggas like that. I feel like they take it serious. I feel like, yeah, they got their other businesses and their podcasts and shit going on. But when it comes to that boxing shit, they really train it. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like they taking that shit serious. And then these niggas is trying to fight real fighters. Like, yeah, they not boxer boxers, but they fighting niggas that either used to box or a UFC fight. Some type of, you know what I'm saying? Versus the other influencers just fighting influencers. Like, yeah, that's cool. Like, the one hot poppy nigga, whatever his name is, spicy poppy, I can't think of his name, but, like, that nigga, he be knocking niggas the fuck out. Like, I feel like, low-key, I feel like that's damn near was his calling. I feel like he never picked up boxing until the influence of boxing came, but that's what he should have been doing instead of fucking YouTube and uh, making running videos on TikTok, fake run videos. Because bro be knocking niggas the fuck out. Or it could just be his coaching, whatever it is. I think bro like four and oh now. I think bro like four and oh now. He don't even want to fight no more. Like he be doing like them dazzling, however you say it, dazing, whatever championships. But I think um he don't want to fight no more unless he get on the fucking like he the like he the main fight. He don't want to fight no more, um, he don't want to fight no more fights before the fucking what's in there. Do they, do they have belts in influencer boxing? Because I know they just fight for money, but and there's no, it's not really no belt. You just really just saying like, nigga, I beat this nigga ass, and then it's not sanctioned. So if you if you fight a real boxer, move over to real boxing. I don't even think none of y'all wins. I don't. I still like it though. Somebody should bring influencer boxing to Detroit. Somebody bring it. it's a couple of uh, it's a couple of like Detroit rappers and shit like that. I want my see boxing in the ring. Imagine that day that Pablo and uh, what's bro name? Bro, I can't think of bro name and make the beats, man. Bro Kane. If they had to set them up as real boxing matches, say y'all wouldn't have uh, paid to, to see them fights. Because y'all was for sure going crazy over the videos. Everybody wanted to see the videos. Everybody was trying to see that shit. Everybody was trying to watch live, all that shit. That was a crazy-ass day. So imagine if, not even fucking Little Caesars, fucking Fox or something. I don't I don't know where we could have boxing matches at, but Huntington. Say you wouldn't have paid to go to the Koa Hall to see that shit. Huntington, whatever it is now. That bitch went from Kobo to TCF to Huntington. <laughs> but say you wouldn't have paid to go down that bitch to see them fight. Some small Detroit rapper. Or say you wouldn't have paid to see... Uh, they cool now, but say y'all wouldn't have paid to see Doughboys versus Team Eastside. What if they did a whole boxing night like, nigga, Doughboys Cash Out versus Team Eastside, and it's a nigga in every weight class. And then, <laughs> like, you got lightweight, 
middleweight, welterweight, all that. Heavyweight is one nigga from each class on both sides. Say I wouldn't have paid to see that. We for sure need to bring that shit to uh to Detroit and Florence or boxing. My bad, I just got an email. But yeah, we for sure. Oh yeah, I needed that. But yeah, we for sure, I for sure would have paid to see that. We for sure need some Detroit influencer boxer. Who is like, what's some what's some fucking what's some what's some people y'all would pay to see box in Detroit? And we need better promoting in Detroit because that Clarissa Shields boxing event I would have went to. I damn near didn't know about it till the day of. Like people didn't promote it till afterwards when she won and. Um, she came out the side of that and shit like that. Like, come on, y'all gotta promote way better. There's no way that we wasn't and it was crazy as people was there. Like if you watch the videos, it's people in the crowd for sure. I mean like in the stands and the uh, seats for sure. So I ain't discrediting them because that bitch was banging. But how the fuck did they know? Like <laughs> how the fuck did they know? Like y'all gotta promote better. Cause I would have went to that bitch. Clarissa Shields low-key a legend. I ain't gonna lie. Niggas don't even know. She used to be standing out on 8 Mile. Alright, so you know you come up off Southfield Freeway at 8 Mile. You do the little curve. And it be It's that light right there. People be standing there selling water or asking for money shit like that. Clarissa Shields used to be standing out there asking niggas for cheese. And I ain't trying to discredit her. Then. I'm just saying niggas don't know that. Like she... She done came a long way. So that's why I for sure would have wanted to be there. Cause I seen her. She used to have she used to have her picture on the um on the bucket. And that's how I knew. Like afterwards they were saying like Clarissa Shield, Clarissa Shield. I'm like, damn, like obviously I ain't know what any of her other matches was, but damn, she fought here. A title fight, and then nobody like promote that bitch. Ain't nobody really say nothing. Obviously, they said something to somebody because niggas was at that bitch. I guess niggas that follow boxing for sure. I guess they knew. But we for sure need some. We for sure. That one, the other girl from Detroit down there got to move up and fight Clarissa Shields. Or move down. I don't, I don't know that weight class is for real. I down there got to look it up. But who y'all pay to see that? Um, like as far as rappers, musicians, uh, comedians. I pay to see Eastside Ivo beat up uh <laughs> Andre Newman, whatever that nigga name was. Oh, she the undisputed light middle. She got the undisputed light middleweight title. She had the undisputed middleweight title. 
Damn. Oh, and she fight MMA. Oh, she fight MMA now, I think. Damn. But yeah, I'll pay to see. Um, let me think. I'll pay to see. Uh, what's old girl name? Rocky Bad and um, what's the fucking light skinned girl name, dog? I can't think of the name. But they both in Detroit. That one, that one girl. There's a lot of people I pay to see. I pay to see Eastside Ivo fight somebody. I already said that. I did say Dre Newman. <laughs> but for sure, I would have paid for that. Somebody bring that shit to Detroit. Stop having. Stop bringing fucking basketball games and shit like that. Fuck that. That's cool. That's cool for the community and shit, but bring bring some real, some shit we can make some real cheese off of. Some shit to get us known. Somebody start the DIB, Detroit Influencer Boxing. That shit low-key. Be down there low-key need. I gotta see that. That's some shit I gotta see. Nigga Beyonce came to this bitch last week. Everybody's dressed up as cowgirls. How does nigga making shoes from jail? This nigga Ami in the Hellcat in jail making shoes. Yeah, she came last week. Everybody dressed as fucking cowgirls. That shit was blowing my mind. And it really, it, it was, it's not even the fact they dressed as cowgirls. It's like they just was throwing cowgirl shit together. Like fucking. Brought it to you is breaking news. Like they just wearing random color cowgirl hats, random color cowgirl boots, or whatever outfit. <laughs> Looking crazy as fuck. That shit was just. And my girl, like, oh, it's, it's the theme was costume. Like, uh, the theme was costume for the Mac a couple of years ago. Nobody, nobody, um, showed up in a fucking cowgirl outfit. Come on, man. And you know what I hate though? I hate when people go live. Or we live on, like, you be watching the live on TikTok or something. Oh, news or whatever. And people just be doing random ass movements, like, random ass, like, that, they, like, you, like, how can I explain this? Like, when you, <laughs> when people go live, they just be doing random ass movements. 
be looking random ways. Like, bro, you ain't never stared at that, whatever you staring at that long, ever. Are you trying to look away like you looking at something or doing something? Or people who be in the live constantly walking. Or like girls would be like turning around, keep turning around randomly, randomly keep twerking. Like, just stand still and talk to the camera or show whatever you're showing online. I don't know why, but that moving too much or that just a random movement. Like, bro, you, you, you don't randomly stand there. You at home daydreaming or on the phone, on FaceTime with somebody, you're not doing all of this. Or doing all of that. Like, come on, be for real, man. Stand still. You ever watch, you watch Drewski live? He sit there. He might take a sip or whatever. He has fake little cigar or whatever. But he just sitting there. He not doing fake ass movements. He not keep looking up at nothing. Trying to act like it's something there. Like, man, I, I can't explain that shit. I don't know why little shit bother me, but that shit just. I don't know. That's an example of it. And then I seen, remember I was talking about the UGC shit? I seen a good ass example of some UGC. It was a Target ad. It was a black girl doing a Target ad. And instead of fucking putting a fucking, hold on. Instead of her putting a fucking tripod up and recording and getting back in the bed and then doing a fake wake up, she held the camera in her face as she got out the bed. That was a perfect example of UGC content. It made sense. It was more realistic. And he probably like, what's realistic? By her holding the camera. When y'all wake up and y'all get out of bed, y'all be having y'all phones in y'all hands. That's why it was realistic. That shit was perfect. I damn near screenshotted it. I was gonna post it. I forgot to post it. I screen recorded it. Like this is a perfect. This is a perfect example. This is how you fucking do y'all wake up scenes. That's how you fucking do it. Roll out of bed with the camera. She didn't actually be a director. That bitch was perfect. I wish I could play. I wish I could. That's doing too much. But y'all get the point though. Y'all, if you if you if you use your imagination, you can kind of see what I'm saying. Lay down, press record on your camera. Then get up out of bed. However you get up out of bed. Then watch play. You're going to see exactly what I'm talking about. 
She didn't actually do a master class, honestly. UGC master class. Y'all niggas that don't know, that's user-generated content. I ain't saying y'all didn't know, but maybe y'all did. I ain't know what that shit meant at first. I think I, <clears throat> I asked somebody in the comment on TikTok, like, what the fuck is UGC? Wait for the fucking NBA season to start. I cannot wait. I'm about to fuck FanDuel up. Damn, they fired Mark Jackson? What the fuck? Damn. And this bitch-ass nigga wouldn't come be the Pistons coach. I got to send this to the fucking Wow. You know what I mean? Teams wanted this bitch-ass nigga. I ain't going to even say bitch-ass nigga. You know what I mean? Teams wanted this nigga to be their coach. He like, no, I'm done with that. I'm a commentator, not nah, this and the third, da 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 da. Pistons fans trying to recruit him. Mark Jackson, this, Mark Jackson, that. Nah, this nigga gone. And they replacing this nigga with Doris Burke. I'm just reading the fucking comments. I'm just reading the comments. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm killing Fandor last this year. I would have killed. I would have killed them last year, but it was some stuff going on where I couldn't focus on bad. It was just, I ain't going to say where I couldn't focus on bet, but I just, I had to take my money and do other shit with it. Where I couldn't be like. Damn. This year I'm killing their ass though. I still killed them in small little areas last year, and I hit a, a few parlays for sure. But last season, I gonna say last year, last season, even during the playoffs, fucking with Denver, Denver was like a money glitch in the playoffs. I damn near bet at the same parlay four or five times, the same one. And then I, I then I tweaked it a couple times and hit off the tweaks too. So next season, few months, 
I did decent in summer league. I ain't bet too crazy on nothing in summer league, but my couple singles I took, I did for sure decent. So, only thing I'm not doing this year for sure when I bet preseason. I think last year that fucked me up. I was trying to build a bankroll during preseason to to bet with um, when the season started. And that shit backfired. I'm not doing that. Not. And it wasn't even props. It was like spread money line shit like that. Oh, that shit. Not been preseason. Um, I gotta stick to my fucking band list. I be trying to give niggas. Uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna tell y'all who on my band list right now. Right now, right now, right now. Excuse me. Band betting list. Do not bet on. One. Now, this is not in no, like, order. Uh, You know, this is just, like, it's in numerical order, but that's it. Evan Mobley. I think I think I had him at, like, seven and a half or six and a half rebounds. Nigga didn't get the rebounds. Then I think I bet him on points and rebounds. Nigga didn't get neither. Then I think I I don't know. I just kept giving him chances till finally I was just like, uh, you you only fucking do good on days I don't bet you, so I'm just not betting you. Period. New York Knicks. I don't know what the fuck they did for me to not bet bet on them. I really can't even. I don't know, but if they on the list, they did something, so I ain't fucking with it. Jeremy Grant rebounds. That's, that's self-explanatory. <laughs> I was betting on his fucking rebounds, and he ain't get it. So I probably bet. I probably bet on it a couple times too. Cause for me, for you to make it on my uh, band betting list, I, it ain't just no one and strike. I build. I build up this fucking frustration with niggas over time. Donovan Mitchell points. I had this nigga on a parlay for 20 points. This nigga went out that bitch and got 14 or 16. I can't remember. But I know it was 14 or 16. The rest of my parlay hit except Donovan Mitchell fucking. I remember. I remember that exactly. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday. I forgot who they played, but they came, they came on early. It was like 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock. One of them type of games. Probably was on League Pass or some shit. And everybody else hit what I needed them to hit but that nigga. DeJounte Murray. It was just multiple. It was multiple things. It was multiple times I bet on this nigga. He couldn't give me 20. Multiple times I bet on this nigga. He, could, he just couldn't give me shit. Every time I don't bet on him, he go crazy. 
Every time I bet on him, he don't do shit. Let Trey take over the game. Nigga, you a star too. <laughs> Number six is soccer. I got soccer on here, but that's just because I was mad. I was mad. I was mad because for a point in time, I wasn't hitting no soccer bets. But I wasn't hitting no soccer bets because I wasn't paying attention to soccer at the time. Like, I wasn't watching or keeping up with it. And, I like, I see it on FanDuel, and I just click, like, the team that I like. or Not the team that I like, but the team I think will win, and they lose because I'm not even keeping up with them or injuries or shit like that. Or not seeing who's starting and shit. So, I'm actually, I'm going to take that off, actually. <laughs> Kyrie Irving at number seven. Uh oh that nigga made a video where that nigga where that nigga literally said he don't care about our bets. I don't know if y'all seen it. I don't know if y'all seen it. I wonder if I can find it. That nigga made a video or something. He was doing one of his little talks. I'll say. One of his little talks. I had that bitch. Where is it at? Gambling and sports betting has completely taken the purity away and the fun away from the game at times. I'm just be honest with y'all. So, like, work is work, but the support around it um, can be very distracting. There's a difference between being a diehard fan and supporting your team and loving your team versus somebody that's betting on a parlay or somebody that wants to hit. And don't get me wrong, I don't want anybody wasting their money on me. <laughs> yeah, that nigga was at the end of the video. That nigga was like, I don't want nobody wasting their money on me. So I immediately added him to the. He like, <clears throat> bro, just go play the game. Don't worry about sports betting. Don't worry about that, bro. Why me worry about that? You talking about it's taking away the love of the game and this and that. So that means you ain't out there trying your hardest. So I ain't about to bet on you. I don't give a fuck what it is. Then at number eight, I got Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks is just a fucking clown. I'm not betting on no nigga wearing fucking jean, jean shorts, leather vests. No shit, like, nah, bro. Then you got that little dumbass dance. You just retarded, man. I ain't betting on you. I really wasn't betting on Dylan Brooks anyways, but, like, him being a clown just solidified it. Like, man, don't bet on that nigga at all. Put that nigga on the list. So then, I got playoff Celtics away. When Celtics was, I think, playing Philly... Yeah, Philly last year <coughs> playoffs. They they lost. They just I don't know. They just was at the ass. Yeah, next I got playoff Celtics. The niggas supposed to win Game Seven against the Heat. Y'all niggas ass man. I ain't been on y'all niggas no more. Then I got Brogdon playoff PRA. 
This playoffs, this nigga did not show up. His PRA during the fucking um year, it was always around 17, 18. He was scoring 20 points alone. So that was already covering the PRA. Then, or he would come in and get 10 assists. So that's half right there. During the playoffs, I think they dropped that nigga PRA down to like 16, 15 and a half. And that nigga couldn't get that shit. I'm like, I'm straight. KBO. That's Korean baseball. That's a Korean baseball league. It come on at like our time. It'll be like five, six, seven in the morning. Um, sometimes four. But it's Korean baseball or whatever. When you first started sports betting, I mean, when when I first started sports betting, and the app, and uh, well, yeah, I say the app because I was I definitely wasn't on like overseas anything. We we had to go down there, but in the app, when I first started sports betting or whatever, when they first bought the app out, and you was seeing all the different possibilities and shit like that, KBO, NBL, CBA. Uh, NBA, I probably said that. But all that shit was easy to bet on because FanDuel didn't FanDuel didn't know how to grade it. They didn't know how to set the eyes. They didn't know how to set the lines. All that shit. Um, we was trying different shit. That shit used to just be easy to bet on. We used to live bet CBAs. Um, nigga in the morning. That shit started like 5. Go off around 8. Two games, three games, nigga, we love betting that shit because they didn't know how to set it. So if you watching a game and they not setting the shit the correct fucking way, changing the lines and the odds, it was profitable. So we was banking their ass. But nah, they know niggas is on that. And they KBL ain't easy to bet on no more. And I ain't betting on it. Fuck them. We used to just pick the favorite and win money. Or why or you could used to could just watch the shit and you know, lob at the over under shit like that, but nah. Fan do a hit. They ain't, they know exactly what to do, exactly what's going on. They live bets updating faster. See that was the thing. When we was first on it, when I was first on it. The the live betting, the live odds wasn't updating as quick. So that's how you was able to, that's how you was able to fucking profit. So say, say for instance, say for instance, the game, the live odds over 150. Let's just use that for example, over 150. The team, the the total right now is one forty, but Fanduel still got it set at one fifty. It's fourth quarter, ten minutes left. You think they're not going to at least get ten points? Like that's how we was doing it. Like Fanduel was late to the was late to it. So you could so you could fucking throw hammer hammer to over because you know they're going to get ten more points in ten minutes, twelve minutes. However, long the quarters is in CBA or whatever NBA, 
So you know that you know that that shit gonna happen. But FanDuel late, so that's how you, that's how you profiting off the off of them being late to the fucking party. But they ain't late to the party no more. They caught up. But that shit, we used to be on that shit. And then when they would update it, it it'll only go up maybe um, from one fifty to one fifty two. So you, so you still telling me you don't think they can get. You don't think they can get twelve points? You think they couldn't get? You think then they can't get two more points in twelve minutes? Boom! Hit that too. Like they was just real late, and as it would go, as as the score would go up, since they so far behind, it's not it's not jumping like. You know, it, it got to jump point by point. So you can you so if you on if you on the app, if I'm on the app and I'm watching it, I I can catch every point. Until I stop thinking that, all right, they ain't going that high. I'm like, no, they can't do that. They can't do all of that type shit. Killing ass, but now they caught up. So I'm straight. I, I still bet. I still bet CBA, because it be NBA niggas going to the CBA. So you, if you can kind of, um, you know, read a lineup, shit like that. Do it. You could. Overseas, overseas betting. You have you you really you really can do the minimal of research. I I used to I used to do it like this. I used to if 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 one team was like just so much better than the other, I gotta look at the odds. So say the money line was like minus a thousand, and then the other team is plus five fifty. They the other team is obviously a fucking lock. So what I do is I bet the under, because obviously they about to whoop this team ass. I bet the under. And then, then while I'm watching the game, I lie, bet, hedge it for the over. If my under not going to hit. But you can't do that no more. They too hit. But yesterday at the soccer game, though, it was a nigga. He had it. He was doing it. So the soccer game was a, it was, it was a um, friendly. So you could still bet. You could still bet on it, even though it was over here and it's not that real season. Um, So what he was doing was. Nigga, his man sitting in front of the computer. But he on the phone with his mans. So FanDuel is not going to update. FanDuel not going to update till somebody scored, get injured, some shit like that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to keep hovering around the same numbers until something significant happens. So what he did, nigga, he tell his mans bet to draw. Right before they score, he like, yeah, they about to score. Bet the draw. Put this on the draw, whatever. Nigga, they scored. It's 1-1. The game ended 1-1. <laughs> but basically, nigga, he beat FanDuel to it by being there in person. Now, I don't know if that's what they do all the time. But that's your property for him yesterday. I think that'd be the only way that you could beat fans. Like you have to be there physically in person, and then calling somebody. And then, but with that, it's like shit. You would need a team of niggas to bet on multiple games or do multiple live bets, because y'all would have to go to multiple games all around the fucking country. But I can see the profit in that. And then the last one is my man's Tez WNBA picks. That nigga be thinking he the fucking 
WNBA fucking GOAT. He be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take this, take that, take this, take that. Take this, take that, take this, take that. It's a lot. That shit do not be here. But it seemed like it seemed like it hit. It seemed like it hit when I don't take it. Type shit. I'm just straight. <laughs> I think I'm on my band list. <clears throat> but that's all I got for right now. Other than that, it's all fair game. I bet on anybody. Anything. If it's I feel like my I feel like my only edge right now though is NBA. Until I master NBA, I ain't moving on the shit else. And it's been like two, three years. I, I don't feel like I master NBA. I feel like I'm good with the NBA, betting the NBA, but I don't feel like I'm. I don't feel like I got a real edge. But once I get a real edge, then I'll move on to something else. Soccer kind of it's kind of easy, but it's kind of hard to bet because that should end in a draw. It's not back and forth. That should have ended in a draw. It ain't one one. So a lot of times you could take the uh, you could take the the win the, the win tie no bet, but the odds on that be weak as fuck. That should be like minus one fifty and up, damn near. And the the win tie no bet just mean if it ties your bet is voided, but. That shit is weak, and then but like you could you could do the anytime goal scorer, because in soccer really only three niggas trying to score. Everybody trying to score, but it's you got three main niggas that's out there for scoring. That's your striker. Them niggas is out there to put the ball in the net. So if <laughs> if you want to every, nigga every Saturday so whatever, nigga you could just bet on all the strikers. Or mix up a striker parlay. But nine times out of ten, nigga, if, they, if somebody scores or if they got to go, one of the strikers did it. But with Holland, you got to bet two fucking goals because this nigga one goal so fucking nuked. His one goal might be minus 350. So you got to bet two goals with that nigga. But so I, I know for sure I don't have no no edge in soccer. I'm still learning that shit. Like I said, niggas don't go out there and score every game. You got to know when it's their game, damn near type shit. Like, is this their game? Except, like, I, I say except Holland. Or uh, Salah. Excuse me, I was a little thirsty. 
but like besides Salah, Allen, it's a couple niggas you know going for sure score every game. But if you betting on them, it's no, it's <laughs> it's no fucking. How can I say? It's no profit in betting on them. So then you gotta find an assist. And betting nigga assist is hard because how do you know who's gonna see soccer is so different. You you get a you get a fucking soccer just so different. Like whereas in basketball, your point guard is the one that's down there creating a play and assisting that bitch every time. So that's who you're gonna bet the assist on. And soccer is no telling who gonna pass a nigga that bitch and then they go and when they gonna put that bitch in the goal. You know what I'm saying? But then again, you bet your, you bet your, you bet the, in soccer, you bet the assist on the strikers, just like you bet the goals on the strikers. Because nine times out of ten, they, they the ones that's down there. They the ones that's already there. They the ones trying to get it in the fucking goal. So they kicking it to another nigga because they see he might got an open shot type shit. But then it's just who who's going to be the nigga to assist it. Like a good messy bet used to be one assist, one goal. When he was at PSG, that was a good ass messy bet. And it's always in the plus because no matter how many times they do it, it's, it's two props. It's down to like a parlay. It's two props, a goal and an assist. It's always was in the um, plus odds type shit. So I'll say. That's a good little deal, but like I said, it's, it's not a lot of edge, man. Uh, well, I ain't gonna say not a lot of edge. I don't have a lot of edge in soccer, but those, the basketball and the soccer is probably my two my two favorite sports to bet. I don't bet baseball. I will bet NFL. Like if somebody could throw me some picks, like nigga, this shit, you know. Plus, like off of some common knowledge, shit like that, I will bet it. But props and football is hard for me, so I don't really bet props in NFL. Um, I be betting fights. I didn't bet the fight that just happened, cause, uh, like I'm still I'm still really learning about boxing. At first, like I said, at first I wasn't hip. I wasn't really trying to watch boxing, and you can't really bet on influencer boxing. Some sometimes they offer it. Like if it's a, if it's a big influence, like if it's like that Logan Paul, Jake Paul shit, like KSI, um, niggas like that. You can bet on that type of shit. But you can't bet on them like Spicy Pop. I don't know his name. But if it's Spicy Poppy or Hot Poppy, whatever, you can't bet on him and shit like that. You couldn't bet on that Natalie Nunn, um, Tommy Fight. <laughs> Which is crazy. You should be able to, but I, I, I don't know. I guess they can't grade that shit because these people just be Random ass people, you know, and sanction fights is all type of shit, stats and contracts and this and that and rights and deals and celebrity fights and influencer fights. I don't think it's like that. So you can't bet on that shit. But I will bet on boxing. I just haven't bet on the I bet on that um, last Javante Davis. I think it was Javante Davis versus Romero. I bet on that one. I bet on 
I bet on the last Davis fight. I can't remember. But then I'm thinking Javante Davis, a, a champ too. Like he a champ, but he not no champ. Like he got a belt, but he not undisputed type shit. Like I'm thinking this nigga. I don't know. I guess it's I guess it's good I'm learning because I'm thinking this. I would have went around somebody and been like, yeah, this nigga, this and that. And they'd have been like, bro, like Tank, good. This nigga's better than Tank. Like it definitely nigga's better than Tank. So I wonder who he gonna fight next. But one thing I don't like about boxing is everything self so spread. Like, I get it. Niggas got to heal. Niggas got to train. Niggas got to get their body in order and shit like that. But y'all need to be churning out more boxers then. I need to start turning out more boxers and or uh, women boxers, female boxers, whatever they want to be called. I don't know. Have some women main events. Like I said, I would have for sure watched the Clarissa Shield shit. And it was it was another girl that fought in Detroit too, or she from Detroit and fought. Or something like that. I don't know. <clears throat> but. Yeah. Man, y'all got it. Maybe I'm just missing it. Maybe maybe, maybe it's because I'm still learning. Maybe I'm just missing all the extra shit. But based on the schedule that I Google, like, that shit is spread it the fuck out. Y'all got to hype this shit up. Or like Kingpin Boxing. Kingpin Boxing do tournaments. But it's influencer boxing too though. So these people ain't really. They don't even really know what they doing. But I like Kingpin Boxing. It's a, it's a girl in Kingpin Boxing. I like. She really can't box. But be beating the shit out of her. <laughs> her name Barbie. But it's spelled with sixes. And she like a little goth, like, emo girl. Like, even when she boxed, she got like the, the face, makeup, paint, whatever you want to call it. All of that shit going on. But she be knocking bitches the fuck out. Beating, I ain't gonna say knocking them out. No. Alright, so the, the, the one fight, the last fight I watched, the bitch... The ref caught the bitch. So she would have knocked her out. But the ref caught the girl that she knocked down. Which was weird. Because I ain't never seen no ref catch a nigga. <laughs> they let niggas hit the fucking mat. And get the counting on their ass. But she, she, the bitch would have knocked. Would have been. It would have been. She would have been knocked out. Or knocked down. But the ref caught her. But she. Like if you see her fight. It's like. A street brawl. Like. But when she in her training, like they, you know how they show the clips of the training. She in her clips of training. She's doing that shit regular. But then when she get in the boxing ring, she just she not blocking. She just trying to she just trying to give you straight power punches. She's just trying to will you to death. She figured like I guess she figured one of them bitches gonna catch you. But it's funny as fuck. 
But if somebody, if somebody, her height and size and her speed, if somebody, if she got a real group of fucking coaches, I think she could, <clears throat> I think she could probably be like some hot shit and um, professional women's boxing. Obviously, they ain't gonna let her wear all that makeup and shit. So what? And she'll be decent. She'll be good. But it's like watching, um, what's the Fury nigga, that big ass nigga? It's like watching that nigga, but a girl. Right? She not fat, though. Like, she not wide. She just tall. And arms long as fuck. You need to get her a shot. But your boxer got to churn out more boxers. Because, see, me, I get tired of a sport quick. That's just like with golf. Golf got to churn out more, um, more shit. Like, they, they have been with, like, the celebrity golfing and shit like that. The match and all of that. But maybe you got to do some more of them then. And then, and then, why y'all don't have, like, like, how baseball got the, um, home run derby? Why y'all don't have, like, driving derbies and shit like that in the off season? Like, obviously, I know y'all can't play, um, golf all year. But why y'all don't do, like, um, you know, go to a driving range. See who can hit that bitch the farthest type shit. Some shit like that. Or see who can hit it the farthest the most. Or whatever. You know, like, just shit like that. Like, they got to do something with that, too. It's all right, though, because soccer about to come take over all that shit. I'm going to make sure I'm going to be the soccer advocate. I want everybody, I want all black kids. Everybody, damn, so just a, a trade just happened. Somebody going to the um, Saudi League. But, uh, <clears throat> I'm be the advocate. And these little niggas, these little twins, that's some weird shit, man. I'm not even about to talk about that on my podcast, man. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, they got to turn out some more boxers. That's some more women boxers or something. Make some women primetime events. Should the UFC have women primetime events? Straight women cards? And I, I know niggas tune in. I know niggas tune in. Because Uf, that UFC shit, man. It don't matter if it start in the daytime, nighttime. Niggas is watching that shit, betting that shit. Women and, like, when they had women on the male cards or whatever. Women and men. Niggas is watching that shit, man. I don't give a fuck what, what nobody say. So, y'all, y'all got to have more women cards or more women fighters. Like, something. I don't know. I don't know. And, and I want the and I want FanDuel to start putting the um, spreads and shit in the newspaper. I want to I read my shit like an old nigga. I want to, I wanna, like, back in the day, niggas used to have to go grab the paper. <laughs> read, look at the schedule. Read the odds and shit for the games. Call they bookie, shit like that. That's how I want to read it. 
And I want to be able to pick my tent, circle my shift seat, you know what I'm saying? Then get a hop on my app and just put a plug everything in. Or take or take my take my shit out the newspaper and just slide it right to them. They start plugging my tickets in. You know what I'm saying? I low key, I low key might back to get, go back to just getting tickets <clears throat> too. Cause I was hitting back then when you can only get the tickets. And then it's some, it's some niggas go down that bitch with a notebook full of shit. They get to reading that shit off. And they, what they do is they give, they give the ladies or whoever, whoever at the counter, they give them a certain amount of money. Say they'd be like, uh, they give them a thousand. They'd be like, you know, that she gave you a thousand. She'd be like, all right. And, you know, they'd be like, you ready? They start reading that shit like it's a lottery. Be like, all right, first I want such such money line for a hundred. Print that ticket out. Then then I want such and such and such and such for such and such and such and such. Print that ticket out. Then I want such and such and such and such. I want to take the points. Da 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 da. Like, bro. Like, niggas be serious, bro. That's how serious you got to be. But them be them old niggas, bro. But them old niggas be hitting because they not doing nothing fancy or, you know what I'm saying? They following they, they following their system that they've been working for years before sports betting was legal. They following their spread systems, their money line systems, and their, and their same over-under systems that they've been following for fucking years and that's been winning the money. So that's why they, they don't mind going down there betting that thousand. It's just like at the horse track. The horse track, they... They had a list and they have all this shit circled and written out and boxes checked off and shit like that. They go to that counter and they read that shit up like it's lottery. That's what I want. I want them to put inserts in the newspaper. I buy the newspaper every day and get the inserts out. Take my shit down there and get the market. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm at the track or something. Hmm. Catch me at fucking at a county <laughs> eating breakfast, drinking coffee, getting my getting my shit together. Just simple shit. As you get older, you just want to do more simple shit. More simple shit. The idea of simple shit just be making you happy, damn near. Just the idea of simple shit make a nigga happy. Cause low key, I love some shit like that. Grab me a paper and a coffee every day. They be like, this nigga think he fucking 60. Yep. Yep. Man, I watched fucking uh, Hoop Dreams. Oh, my God. Hoop Dreams and through the... Hold on. Y'all know I write everything down. Yeah, it's through the fire. Hoop Dreams through the fire. Two good-ass basketball. They both a 10 out of 10. Through the Fire was a better documentary. I mean, it was a better story. 
Hoop Dreams was a better documentary. And here is why. Hoop Dreams was... First of all, remember I told y'all about how the 90s documentaries is. They was on scene, on site. They was following you. They was with you. Hoop Dreams... I mean, followed these niggas from freshman year of high school to senior year. A little bit of college. Um... So you got the whole story. You got the beginning. You got the middle. You got the end. You know what I'm saying? You got the whole story. Two, two of Chicago's. Uh, two of Chicago's. What was they? They was just like they was just like draft prospects. They was like big prospects in Chicago at the time when the documentary was made. They was like both claimed to be like the next Isaiah Thomases and all this other shit. Whatever. Boom. But it followed them, what they found, like I said, from beginning, middle to end. It showed them young kids, you know, hitting that hitting that stage where they becoming men. And then it showed them as men, where they going off to college. Or they going to whatever they was doing. It showed you, um, you know, shit that was going on in the background. Why they, why they was going, why they was trying to be this good and all this other shit. But it never strayed away from the story or nothing like that, though. Um, then you got Through the Fire. Now, Through the Fire didn't cover Sebastian Telfar's whole journey. It didn't just cover his like junior and senior journey. And him getting drafted, whatever. So it was a better story because it's like, yeah, bro, bro made like the other two niggas didn't really make it. They didn't pan out. Whereas Sebastian Telfar got the deal. You know, he was hooping. He got the deal. He got drafted. He got the shoe deal. He was buying his people's stuff. Um, shit like that, but. The document like it didn't it didn't show everything. It showed you just this one portion of his life. You know what I'm saying? And and I was and I was like I said that was a cool story. Like if he was sit if he was to sit down and we was at the barbershop and he and he was to tell this story, like if he was to tell this one one year forward about his life, that's cool. But nigga, a documentary supposed to show everything, the history, the this and that. They were supposed to go back and be like, yeah, Sebastian, this and that. He started this and that. Shit like that. That's why I say they were supposed to, they were supposed to damn near start like Hoobin. They were supposed to start him from fresh, from uh, freshman year until the end. But it was a better story, though. Because like I said, he panned out. He had Jay-Z at the games. Jay-Z in the locker room. Jay-Z had went to like four games. Like Jay-Z was in the documentary, damn near. He was in he was in the locker room. He came and got them niggas hype. It felt like a championship game or some shit. Like you know, they just had he just had a better story. Like it just was the cards was more a little bit in his favor, but they both was ten out of ten. They both was good ass basketball documentaries. Probably the best basketball documentaries I didn't seen. 
Uh, don't get me wrong, Last Dance is a great documentary, but you don't really get a lot of good, good sports documentaries, especially when it's not centered around no fucking bullshit. You know, when it's just centered around some niggas trying to make it. I think that was some good ass. I, I gave them both. I give them both a ten out of ten. Hoop Dreams is a little long though. Um, Hoop Dreams is very long. It's two hours and fifty one minutes, but it's good though. I'm telling you, it's, it's worth the watch. And 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 Hoop Dreams is in the, uh on a lot of like a lot of uh that's what made me watch it on a lot of like top documentary lists I was looking at. Different ones. Each one had hoop dreams. Whether it was top twenty, top ten, top fifty, or just a or just a list of good good doc- documentaries to watch. Hoop dreams was on there. Every one, no matter what creator or website or a newspaper. Like I was googling that shit because I'd be looking for documentaries to watch. And hoop dreams was on a lot of the list, and that's what made me be like, you know, let me fucking watch this. Cause what the fuck is this? But that bitch was good though. You for sure, you should for sure watch it. It's good. I will say it's it's a couple parts gonna make you be like, damn. But that's how them that's how them nineties documentaries was. Though. They was just raw and uncut. Like it was just it was giving you what it what it had to be given, dog. That's what niggas need to see that shit though. But in hoop dreams, nigga Arthur G Mama. She was the real, the real, uh, I say she was a real star of the movie. And because I say she the real star of the movie, because like even everything that she, with everything that was going on with her and her husband, her kids, the crib, she never lost no, I, I, I wouldn't say she never lost faith, but she never gave up. She never gave up. She ain't say, oh, I'm about to go on drugs. She ain't say, oh, I'm about to sell no pussy. She ain't say, oh, we can't do this. She ain't say, oh, we can't do that. She ain't say, you know what I'm saying? She just thugged it out. She thugged it out. She got her opportunity to become a a, a nurse or assistant nurse or whatever. And she did that shit. And that was probably the best part of the movie down there. With everything that was going on, she still was able to become a nurse and, you know what I'm saying, move up in her career, nigga, get a job to pay the bills. And it's crazy that we, it's crazy that, like, that's what we need out of life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just celebrate that. Like, we celebrate us being able to do the, to, to being able to get the bare necessities. Like, that's crazy that the work, like, we, that we just don't got that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's sad, and that's why I was so sad. Cause like, damn, she had to go through all of this just to get a job, to to get training. That she like, she still didn't even have a job. She just got training. You know, she had to <clears throat> go through all of this to to try and get a program, to possibly get a job, to help her live a better life. But yeah, definitely watch that bitch for real. Watch that bitch for some kids. If you got some. Yeah, it's a it's a lot it's a lot of lessons in that.
See, through the fire was through the fire was more so just like a little success story type shit. Not to say it wasn't lessons in it, but Hoop Dreams had lessons. Hoop Dreams showed you, like, nigga, you need hard work and dedication, nigga. You got to stay focused because you see what you're growing up with and you see what's stacked against you. This could really be your your life type shit. So, nigga, you need to be on point. Shit. I don't know. That shit just was motivational. Shit was good. Yeah, um, watch another movie called Paradise. That shit was good. That shit was like about these people, like, nigga, they like convert time into money, like, so you can lend like time off your life to other people for money. So these niggas, these niggas, the wife didn't put her life up against uh for a loan for her crib so they like nigga the crib burn up so the bank like nigga you gotta nigga we can we can we can basically say we want our money back right now so they exercise the option like to get they to get the full mortgage or whatever so they didn't have it they lost the crib everything and on top of that so since they ain't have it, the bank took the forty years from the girl life, so she old as hell. So now they trying to kidnap the, they trying to kidnap the daughter or the lady that then created the company. All this other shit. They do a little fake, um, fake killing her. All this, this is some bullshit. But at the end, when the mama finally get the daughter back, the mama like, uh, the daughter like, yeah. So are you gonna give me my years back? You know what I'm saying? Like, you the only one compatible with me. The mama like, don't worry, we'll 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 uh we'll work endless nights to find you a donor. Basically saying like I ain't coming up off my years because <clears throat> they took yours. <laughs> like that's basically what she said. Like, no, I'm not coming off my years because they took yours, but I'm gonna help you get some. And it just go off and shit. That shit was it's a it's a good ass movie with some plot twists and shit, but it's just like sad at the end because it's like damn. You the bitch that created this whole little system. I'm your daughter. And now you won't even give me my, uh. Now you won't even give me my, um, years or help me get the years. At least give me a cup. You my mama, shit. You can throw me 10, 20. Maybe not even a full 40, shit. Throw me 10, 20 until you... Till we do find a donor to get another twenty from or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Man, that shit was sad, but watch that shit. That shit was for sure. Uh, matter of fact, let me add that to my movie list right now. Um, how did it say paradise? We go to hell to get to paradise. Y'all niggas not hip to that future. Y'all niggas don't know that future. But then I just watched Twisted Metal. That shit was... It wasn't bad. 
But it wasn't good neither. Because if it if it don't get renewed for the second season, then it kind of wasted the first season. Like that shit just wasn't to the game. Like I feel like like that shit just wasn't to the game, dog. Twisted Metal was a fucking tournament arranged by Calypso. Calypso was supposed to be like the main villain. Season one of Twisted Metal, Calypso wasn't wasn't the main villain, and there was no tournament. They didn't mention the tournament until the last episode. Like basically, on the last episode, you find out that basically everything he went through was a test for the um, governor of San Fran to have him drive for the Twisted Metal tournament that Calypso came up with. But why wait till the last episode? Y'all should y'all should have made the. The first couple episodes been a test, and then the last episode's been the been the tournament. Then when you finally you finally get introduced to Calypso, you don't even get introduced to Calypso. All you do is hear his voice. It's like he talking to through a fucking uh whatever a speaker or some shit. So you don't even get introduced to Calypso. Like that's that should have been the first episode. And then even even if we never even if we don't get even if John never run into Calypso. Y'all should have still introduced Calypso. Y'all should have still showed Calypso in the background, arranging the tournament or watching the fighters or anything. Y'all never showed this nigga. Well, he the fucking main villain of the fucking game. How you gonna have a show based on a game and then don't show the main nigga? John John Doe John Doe not the main nigga of the fucking game. Cause depending on depending on who you pick is. Who you play your story mode as. So if you don't pick John Doe. You don't play the story mode as John Doe. Nigga you will have to fight John Doe. So that was dumb. That shit just was retarded. So now if they don't get season 2. Then we never get to see the, twi- the Twisted Metal tournament. And, and everything on strike and all that shit. We don't know what the fuck we gonna get. So that shit was just dumb, man. And the, and then they did kind of have, like I said, they had like one one twisted metal scene that would have kind of resembled the game. But that was towards the end too. That was I don't know. They could have did better. It's your first season. The first, not not the second season, could have been your first season, cause now we didn't had the tournament. So now the second season could have been the aftermath of the tournament, or another tournament somewhere, or any, you know what I'm saying, anything. But y'all dropped the ball. The first, the first season could have been the tournament, or like I said, the first couple episodes is is you you testing John Doe, see if he can drive for you. Boom, he come back. Boom, now you tell him like, no, nigga, we got a job for you. That wasn't the job. We got a real job. We want you to drive for us in the Twisted Metal Tournament. Calypso organizing this Twisted Metal Tournament. Then you introduce Calypso. Show this nigga, you know, manipulating shit or whatever, you know, he do to set the tournament up. Boom, boom, boom. That's a couple episodes. Y'all setting the tournament up. Then the last couple episodes or the last episode is the tournament. Y'all didn't do that. Y'all had had one episode where it was kind of like the game. 
that was kind of like the <clears throat> setup of the game where uh, y'all had them fighting Agent Stone and the agents, the police, whatever they was. Y'all had them fight with the outlaws or some shit like that. Y'all had them fighting them. So then, then you had Sweet Tooth, John Doe, Quiet, and all of them against them. But that was it. That was the closest scene we got. And then y'all made Sweet Tooth a little too, I don't know, too nice, nigga. When I, when I was playing Twisted Metal back in the day, nigga, I used to be scared of Sweet Tooth. Y'all was supposed to make this nigga, this nigga funny and friendly. And then he only killed bad guys. Like, <laughs> what, man? Come on, man. They dropped the ball with that one. It, it had the potential to be good. But it wasn't, it just wasn't good. They had a lot of potential. Maybe, hopefully season two, they, somebody, somebody help them out. Or they play the game or something. Cause this wasn't it. Now if y'all do the tournament next season, the damn the whole season got to be tournament. The whole season, or at least multiple episodes, got to be tournament. Multiple. Hell no, they dropped the ball with that one. I ain't gonna lie. It was, I mean, it was, it was a straight little easy watch, but gotta do better. All right, man. Make sure I follow my socials though. I'm finish smoking.